Welcome back to What's on Tap, a show about culture and creativity here in Wisconsin and around the world. I am Sandy Max, and movie lovers, maybe you recognize that music. That is from the Oppenheimer soundtrack, and it was a big day with the Academy Awards announcements. And sports fans, we were just talking about this big day with the Milwaukee Bucks announcement just this afternoon, a couple hours ago, of the letting go of Coach Adrian Griffin, which is pretty big. Well, my next guest on What's on Tap, she has reactions on both of these news items. Welcome, Milwaukee Film Interim CEO and Big Bucks fan, Ann Reed. Ann, we're going to talk movies and the Milwaukee film scene. But first, what was your reaction when you heard the Milwaukee Bucks news this afternoon? <laughs> Sandy, first of all, I'm really glad to be here. Thank you. I, You'll have much bigger basketball experts later on, I'm sure, on other shows. Um, I'm just a fan and, and a really big one. And I was sad. My first reaction was, he's just such a quintessentially nice guy. Yeah. And they are such a quintessentially delightful team to watch, just, just to a player. Um, they all just seem so great. And so you, you, you want everything to be great. And, uh, and so I was, I was sad to see him go. I've come to just really admire his, his personality. I know they have to look forward to the playoffs. I know we don't want what happened in last year's playoffs to happen again. I know uh, tough decisions have to be made. I can't speak to any of that and how that got going. But my first reaction was, oh man, I would have really liked him to stay. Yeah. I, I like, I like nice people. Exactly. And it's just, and that's why it's so easy to root for. Giannis, and when I saw that Chris Middleton did so well yesterday with, and now, you know, one of the highest ranked scorers, it's like, oh, my heart is happy. On a pass from Giannis. So Giannis could have shot that, and he didn't. He passed it over to Chris, and Chris hit the record that way. That was, that kind of niceness is the coolest thing to watch. I love it. And actual teamwork instead yes, of just exactly. having one star that you got to keep throwing the ball to. So yep. that's why I talk about Watts on Tap as a show about culture and creativity. Look, the Bucks are part of our culture and brought the city together with the world championship. Yep, yep. And, so, and people we could really admire because so much of that is about both culture and, and, and culture in the city is about character, the character of the people involved. And Bobby Portis. Yeah. And all these fun personalities that all work together. So, and it always hurts my heart. It's like, well, give him more of a chance. But, you know, I guess if your eyes on the prize and you really want to get to the championship, how much longer do you let some of those puzzle pieces stay? I can't think say what's that right or wrong in those I can't either, yeah. I have to respect that expertise. I have to figure they know much more about it than I do. But uh, you had a thought about the Pistons game that you shared with me before we walked in the studio. Oh, just that um, a team that's, that's what, 4-39 and 39 or something like that? Like, those games were, were close. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I yeah, uh, those games were close. Well, we'll keep an eye on that. So, um Someone will have a new role as the Milwaukee Bucks coach. We'll be on pins and needles, and you know we'll be watching that at WTMJ. We will be the first to tell you as soon as we know who that is. Uh, But you have a new role as interim CEO at Milwaukee Film. How did this come about? Well, for many years, I led the Wisconsin Humane Society. And thank you for that. Uh, oh, it was a for joy. For all the fuzzy buddies, it, you got new it homes. It was an absolute, an absolute joy, the privilege of my life. And I retired in the fall of September 2022 and really thought I had retired. Um, and so when the uh, folks at Milwaukee Film understood that their longtime leader, Jonathan Jackson, after 16 years building the festival from basically nothing to one of the leading film festivals in the country, 
a real beacon across the country and he was he was ready to move on and so they were looking for someone to hold the the interim time while they went ahead and did a typical search as you would do for a successor and so there were some folks who knew that I had some relevant experience I guess and and wasn't working so uh so that's how it came about and I'm glad that if Jonathan's making a big decision to make a life shift that He's built such a great organization, and I love that his story from, you know, really starting out and serving popcorn at the Oriental to uh, to growing this and keeping Milwaukee film going during the pandemic and being at every film festival, shoes off, dancing around to talking heads, like just, you know, there was no questioning his passion. And uh, Matt Miller from On Milwaukee and I were talking on the day that the announcement came out that... We're just excited to see what his next project will be. Very much because so. there's no questioning his passion and his his uh, abilities and and his accomplishments of acquiring the lease for the Oriental Theater and to have this landmark preserved and preserved particularly to keep showing films. Yep, yep. No, we're all we're all excited to see that too, and it is a privilege to carry that forward to the next stages. It's been really great. Oh, and I'm excited. I want to find out more about what Milwaukee Film has in store in 2024 and uh, get your reactions to some of the Academy Award nominations and uh, maybe some of the perceived snubs. That's next on What's on Tap on WTMJ. Stay with us. Ooh, suspenseful music. You are hearing music from the film Poor Things on What's on Tap, where you get to experience culture and creativity from Wisconsin and around the world. And the reason I'm playing Poor Things film music is that movie scored 10 Academy Award nominations today, including one for Kenosha, Wisconsin's Mark Ruffalo, which is exciting. And we're going to talk movies. I have to have the right person in the studio. And I do. Welcome back to the studio. This is Ann Reed, the Milwaukee Film Interim CEO. What was your reaction to the nominations this morning? Well, first of all, it was cool to see that of all the films nominated for Best Picture, you could have seen all but two of them at the iconic Oriental Theater. Oh, wow. Which is, as you, as you said, uh, uh, Milwaukee Film runs movies all year round at the Oriental Theater. That's our theater. Um, and so it was just really cool to to see that. And right now, American Fiction and Poor Things are at the Oriental. So if you're still catching up on your Oscar watching, you can you can go to the Oriental and see those two films. And the others have have been there and gone on. Um, it was the the nominations were interesting. It's funny to just watch social media and see all the memes that start running and so on. I think like a lot of moms and do- moms of daughters. I was surprised by the by the Barbie, let's call it a snub, of Greta Gerwig and Margot Robbie. Um, and uh, incredible it, that, yeah, incredible that they weren't nominated for Academy Awards, especially in light of the Golden Globes and Critics' Choice Awards. And just there are a lot of movies that can be blockbusters and popcorn movies, but this was bigger than that this past summer. Like it really was societal and pretty darn seismic. And for it to be ignored, especially with Greta Gerwig as a female director of such a phenomenon. Wow. 
the first billion dollar movie directed by a woman and absolutely a cultural phenomenon. I, like many other moms, got dressed up in pink and we oh, went. Did you? <laughs> and, and just the, the discussions that it was able to start yes. between you and your daughter, between it was, it was really remarkable. One thing I've heard is that Margot Robbie looks so much like Barbie that maybe people thought that it wasn't an Didn't effort think it was for a stretch. Her to, to She's really a savvy businesswoman but, behind the scenes and as if well. You, if you watch it, you, I think there's a, there was a great deal of subtlety there. So it was interesting from that point of view. I saw, I saw a question on social media like, where's the committee that did this? And the answer, I think, might surprise a lot of people. There is no committee. It is direct voting. If you're an actor, you vote directly for the nominees for actors. If you're in lighting, you vote directly for the... So there's no group of people getting together and discussing this. It's very much the popular vote. And that can lead to funny things. That is it. Well, like any list you know top five of something it's subjective yeah so but it'll be fun to watch the oscars but now that you are in this role leading milwaukee film the film festival is a wonderful experience to see all kinds of films some documentaries that get nominated for academy awards later i've seen just a wide range of films so when is the film festival and what are some other things coming up in 2024 the film festival is april 11th to the 25th Mark that on your calendar. Information will be on our website, mkefilm.org. It will be amazing. It has been amazing in the past. There is so literally something for everybody at the festival. And I I love to listen to the folks who try to hit as many movies as they can. And they're going to, you know, dozens of movies. I cross-reference the entire schedule. That's me. It's fantastic. For an Oscar preview, actually, uh, as soon as the Oscar nominations come out, that is as of today, we start programming an Oscar shorts uh, so that you can see oh, all the short films I that were nominated that. for Oscars kind of all at once. I believe the date for that is February 16th. So watch our website for that as well. And then I, our programmers, they just amaze me. They right now are programming the following really powerful Black History Month programming that's going to go on through the month of February. And all of this is separate on the website, so you can go in and see one or the other. Yeah, uh, Women's History Month will be coming up in March with great programming there as well. Um, then there's a series in February that they're calling Love Hurts. It's the anti-Valentine's Day oh. series. <laughs> no rom-coms allowed uh, in that? It is, it is the dark side of love. It's hilarious what they have lined up for that. So if you... if and then I know a lot of, not, I know some anti-Valentine's Day people. Yeah. Like, I don't feel like being romantic right now. We have the movies for you at the Oriental. That's fun. All through the month of February. Because film really does bring people together, and it takes you places where you never thought you could go, or it teaches you, like with documentaries or with some of the films, it will be a Black History Month. I just love how it transports you. Absolutely. And connections and patterns. So it's one thing to see one movie that's kind of anti-Valentine's Day. <laughs> it's one thing to devote, it's another thing to devote the month of February to it and see the patterns and themes among that and to share that with others in a theater experience. Well, it's so powerful. And in some of those, uh, you know, anti-Valentine's experiences, which are very specific and unique stories, yet what the universal themes are. We've all had our hearts broken. Exactly. We've all had unrequited love. Exactly. Exactly. Can you find the amusement in it sometimes? <laughs>
<laughs> that is exactly right. So, um, so it's great. There's a Hitchcock series being programmed at the same time with Psycho, Rear Window, Vertigo, Shadow of a Doubt, Saboteur, Marnie, things you'd never have the chance to see on the big screen. And that's how they were specifically filmed. Exactly. Alfred Hitchcock was not creating films thinking that we would have them on our phones or even sitting at home watching them. So to see them on the big screen. Think about Vertigo on the big screen. Wow. Um, just, just amazing. And then in March, there's a Polish miniseries that was made in 1989. It's called Decalogue. It's 10 one-hour segments. Apparently, it's a masterpiece, and we are showing it in 10 different showings through the month of March. These people are amazing. That is really interesting. I love the passion and dedication of the Milwaukee film team. Yes. Just like you said, I mean, they're... Kara Ogburn, who's a programmer, is at Sundance right now. Yes. Finding some of those films to bring back to Milwaukee for our audiences. So thanks for keeping up the great work at Milwaukee Film. What is the website? MKEFilm.org. How simple. Ann Reed, interim CEO of Milwaukee Film. What a pleasure to chat bucks and movies with you. Thank you for stopping by, and I look forward to our next visit. Thanks, Sandy.